So the old Indian tradition, how I heard it was through Papaji. Uh, and the story goes sort of like this. So there's a, a mother lion and a baby lion, and the mother lion uh, gets killed, so the baby lion's on its own. So it's roaming around, doesn't know what's going on, uh, doesn't know who it is or anything like that, and then sees this herd of sheep, and so it runs after the sheep, and the sheep see it as a lion, so they start running away. Hmm. And then they realize it doesn't even know it's a lion, so they uh, they stop, and he just starts commingling with them and trying to sort of blend in and starts acting like he's a sheep. <laughs> and... Uh, you know, it's not it's not coming natural to him, but he's trying to bar and he's chewing cud and he's listening to the elders talk about who was the last sweater and everything like that. But, and, you know, he feels a part of and so that gives him some kind of value. And then one day an old lion comes into the area and he sees the herd of sheep and he's hungry and he starts chasing them. And as he's chasing them, he sees out of the corner of his eye the other lion and he's going, wow. A lion's coming to join me in the hunt, and then he realizes the lion's running with the sheep, not <laughs> you know, he can eat that one, not towards the sheep, you know. Yeah. So uh, he he pulls over and he runs after the young lion, and the young lion just keeps running away from him. And the old lion finally grabs him, and the young lion rolls on his back and says, "Mr. Lion, please, please, please don't eat me. I'm just a humble sheep, you know, like this, begging for its life." And the old lion's a little perplexed, but he just grabs it brings it over to this water, this pond, and then the, he takes its head and, and his own head and sticks it out, and the young lion sees its reflection, and it matches the reflection of the old lion. Mm -hmm. So he sort of gets it. So he goes, hey, you know. And so the old lion realizes he got it, and he says, roar, and the young lion roars. You know, he doesn't have to take three months of roaring classes or all like that. <laughs> so... There it goes. It's that very simple. There wasn't a process involved. It was just the revelation. Revelation's not of time, so it may not take time to show up. It just mm -hmm. occurs, and then there's a shift. So, all right, that sounds good. So then people share the story, or, and they, they try to imply that there's a lion, that you're a lion. So people hear the message, yeah, I'm a lion, I'm a lion. But as they're hearing the message, it's coming closer to them, and it goes into their ear, which is defined as a sheep's ear, and then it gets turned into, I can become like a lion. Mm -hmm. And so that's not the message. The message is, you're, you are a lion, much quicker. Mm -hmm. But the way it gets translated by our, the format that's mm -hmm. running the show is, I can become like a lion. Because obviously it has an assumption that's taken to be a fact that it's a sheep. Yeah. Now it's not questioned too often, it's just assumed. So everything that it hears, it hears from the idea of being a sheep. So when it hears about a lion, it, the only way you can interpret it is I can maybe become like a lion, you know, mm -hmm. but I'll still be a sheep inherently, but I could have some maybe lion qualities that maybe make my life as a sheep a little better, a little more, you know, exciting and dramatic and courageous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it sounds great. And so he, you know, they, you practice and stuff like that. But the point is the practice at that time can be actually used to reaffirm that you're a sheep. So how much is the practice doing for you? Maybe a lot as a sheep, but it's not leading you to the questioning your sheep nature and seeing that it's not so. If it does lead to it, it doesn't do it purposely. It may just occur by its failing, you know, the system that you're practicing will fail and you'll be left 
exhausted and then the revelation will be, hey, I'm what I'm, I am what I'm seeking, you know, but, uh, who knows? So that's the second point is, you know, you can hear the idea of, of what it's like to be awake or do this and do that. And it may sound really good, but who does it sound really good to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it sounds really good to the you and if the you takes like uh, ownership of that message, then it will be, you're going to become like a lion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and so let's say some sheeps get together and they, they're, they're in agreement with becoming like a lion and it's sort of a, a radical new movement. And so they don't have much information, but they find a couple of pictures of old lions and you put them in a little cellar and they have meetings and they stare at the lions and they're trying to straighten their hair, you know, create like a mane instead of the, <laughs> the curls. And, you know, they're having roaring lessons taught by a sheep, you know. <laughs> so it still sounds like a bob, but, you know, they're convincing themselves it's like a sheep, you know, like a roar. And so on and so forth. And it may feel really good and may even better their lives, but it's not getting to the point that the point is a misidentification. You know, they are a lion, but they've assumed themselves to be a sheep. So that, to me, is the whole message, is to, instead of questioning from the point, let's say questioning life from the point of a sheep, it's to question the point of a sheep. And if you're not that, maybe then questions will start aligning, aligning in a certain uh, radical way where there won't be any questions. It'll just be an answer. And the answer will be like an unspoken yes. And uh, One of the basic assumptions will have been, been seen through, and then life can get on with living, you know. And uh, you'll probably get a lot of downloads that will support that premise or that what you've been entertaining. And then it turns into like an ions, you know, like a unspoken yes or like a a convincing, a believing with certainty. It's past the point of something that you're carrying, and when you most need it, you forget you have it. It's more that you are it. And so wherever you are, in whatever situation you're in, it's available. Yeah. And to me, that's freedom. Mm-hmm. Not for the sheep, but from being the sheep. You know? Because it's obviously, it's in a sense, what you would call naturally being a sheep is a lot of work if you're a lion, really. Mm-hmm. There's got to be the act of, the activity of being a sheep is really a is a denial of your nature, which is a lot of work. If your nature is to be open and free and of no thingness, to constantly take yourself to be a thing, you need a lot of advertising to keep that in place, which I believe is what the thought system does. It 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 everything is uh like some lady saw me yesterday, and so she says, "Oh, you're growing your hair," as if I'm doing that. No, I just haven't got a haircut. <laughs> really? But she the way it was framed in language was, hey, you're or growing you, your hair like I have something happen. to do with yeah, it. Yeah. Agenda. Yeah, like I'm doing it. Like I'm sitting home in the day and growing it. Like I'd grow some pot or something. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No. And I said, no, I'm just, I'm just not getting a haircut. So if I don't get a haircut, it grows. <laughs> yeah. There's no agenda. <laughs> yeah. But the idea of how everything that's happening is, is, is framed as you as the doer, you know, or the owner or the haver of it, is what gets passed on and gets reaffirmed by the the casual way language is held. Yeah, yeah. it's sort of like the 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 voice system, the thought system with its volume up is like a trance center. You know, if the if 
the mind is attending to it and listening to it instead of acknowledging the hearing of it, but actually listening to it, it basically goes to sleep and it takes itself to be something it's not. And then everything is started. Check out the hummingbird. Yeah. Everything is started from there, from that miscalculation. So it's sort of like they say, uh, you know, if you take 10,000 steps in a direction, what's the most important step? Maybe the first one because it sets the direction. So in a sense, that assumption, in a way, is where we, where the mind interprets life from, and therefore it's miscalculated. It's like there's a huge ball, and it uses this false reference point to make sense of what happens on the ball, as because everything now is going to be seen as how it refers to that focus point, you know, that little fixed position called ball. Yeah, and yet you may not, you may not feel happiness, joyousness, and freedom living that interpretation. It may be really claustrophobic and, and, and really crazily uh, inappropriate responsibilities, like thinking you're the cause of everything to the point of thinking you're, you know. So, yeah. So, the idea of uh, just getting sort of like the, the first step correct, in a way, or like in Buddhism with the right view, when they talk about the Eightfold Path, and the eight, you know, the right view is the first statement, and then it's like right livelihood, right practice, all like that. I would, And if you look at it in a linear way, the right view is, with the right view in place, then the other things get to be right, like livelihood and meditation. Without the right view, then it's just livelihood and meditation. It may be not right for you. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It, it something could be off by, by it, but the right view sets the course in a way. So I, this is just a simple, uh, like an, an idea to entertain, and then see if it bears fruit. If you start getting a little relief from being the doer of these f- physical and mental processes, like thinking and you know and actions, mm-hmm. maybe if you wore them a little loose more uh, more loosely. You may travel later here. <laughs> uh, is okay. No, this one, no. This one, no. But that's great. I love it. Just hunts around. Yeah, he goes and finds something. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So if you stop being the doer of the physical and mental side. Well, at least entertain, you may not be the doer. I'm not saying to stop being the doer would mean you're the doer. Yeah, yeah. Another way of looking at it. So it's not like stop being the doer. Just entertain the idea that you may not be the doer or, you know, who is it that is the doer, you know, change, change the, uh, the way it's held and you may see it differently. If you keep holding it in the format of being the doer and haver, you're going to see it in the same light, you know, so like spirituality will be seen sort of like a job promotion, you know, everything will have the same like format of doing and having into a state, you know. Where in this case, we're attempting to say, well, maybe that works for like getting your, your oil changed and stuff like that, but it doesn't work in this, in this situation because you are that. You, you can't produce, uh, a, a, another being of it. It already is a being. Yeah. Hence the, the, the sheep practicing to be wise. Exactly. So, you know, the methodology may work in a lot of topics here in this in this place, but it doesn't work when it comes to realizing yourself. In a sense, you know, it just doesn't. You can't apply it that way. You can't do and have yourself into a state of being because 
you are in a you are the being yeah mm-hmm. you can only do and have yourself into a mental state thing mm-hmm. yeah but the state of being is always so it's always available it's not constructed or brought about by anything mm-hmm. it's available it's not constructed or brought about by anything it's in other words the typical approach that we go through a day you can't approach what is in a way because it is it's already you know how can you approach everywhere everywhere would be more of a, re- or a realization or a revelation and not an approach yeah mm-hmm. it would dawn on you that you are everywhere it doesn't mean that you just brought about everywhere by doing something but something happens your mind it dawns on the mind that it's right there right now like an immediacy and that there is no it's not like a progressive solution it's just what is yeah but we always need reminders right or sometimes well i would say it's yeah. helpful if you if you if you, you do. if you if you forget then you need reminders <laughs> right. if you don't forget you don't need a reminder right yeah. it's all it's all relative you know yeah. so if you need to go somewhere you better go somewhere if you don't need to hear this message, don't hear the message. But if you need to hear the message, acting like you don't need to hear the message could be may not serve you. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, right. it's like really practical in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if do you feel like, uh, you know, do you feel like you're the doer? Well, then do the right thing. <laughs> you know, what I mean, if you feel like you're the doer, that you have say in the matter. Then exer- and then if you believe you have free will, then exert it. Do the next right thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's know? practical, yeah. Yeah, if you don't feel like you have free will, then that's the next right thing. <laughs> whatever it is. You know? Then you can be with what happens. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's just mind playing with itself. <laughs> but it's nice to know how it's playing so you can be flexible with it. If you uh, take any position, even yeah. a non-position, yeah. it's going to be buffeted by things. You're going to be rigid. Yeah, you're not going to be like the bamboo that can move with all the different winds. Yeah, you may be able to move with one, like a north wind, but the southwest and east wind breaks you. Hmm. Yeah, because you think you're right in a subtle way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, it's there's just, a flow. Well, there's a flexibility. flexibility. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you may have an ardent feeling that you're on to something, and it's okay that you're not. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. I, for me to be right, others don't have to be wrong. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, hey, I feel like this is, this works for me, but hey, you know, can I say for sure it's going to work for you? How could I do that? Right. You, know, you and I are the biggest players in the game, you know. I mean, if, who lets you know that you know God? Your head does, mm-hmm. usually. So. Is that possible, though? What? For your head to know God? No, no, of course not. It's your, your, impossible your to know God, period. Because your idea is small. Well, it's just like Ramana said, to know God is to be God. Yeah. Yeah? Let's say to know math isn't to be math, right? No. To know, uh, you know, yeah. that Idaho isn't to be Idaho, but in the, in the sense of God, to know God is to be God. Mm-hmm. You can't have an experience of God. You can't know it because it's... it's As a you, you can't. But you, you can't recognize know. some. I mean, well, you, you it's a sense, but a it's sense. not a knowing yeah. because it's not a right. thing. Yeah. You can't know it like a topic. Right. Yeah? But it's a sense. Yeah. Well, you get a sense, but I believe that's that's your own perfume. 
you sense it. You're not sensing the presence of God. That you're sensing the you're the you're the presence you're sensing. That in in and of itself is yeah. yeah. It's the hummingbird. Yeah. So when you say that you're the presence you're sensing, but don't they say isn't it true that God is everywhere and of everything? I mean, I mean, do you buy that? Well, that's what I mean, they say, yeah. but I don't believe there's a God. Right, like a separate, in long independent. Everywhere thing. is everywhere, and and you know, and so, there you go. So how do you deal? All with knowing that? is all knowing, and all powerful is all powerful. Is there something that's all powerful? I don't believe so. Mm-hmm. There's all powerfulness. That's all there is. I would on. say. Yeah. I don't believe there's a thing. There's a thing. No, it's not a thing. It's a subtle thing or a dense thing. I don't believe. So how it. do you how do you deal with that word then, like in recovering and stuff? I say it when it's when I'm when it's meant to be said, like you know. Yeah. God grant me the serenity. Yeah. I don't ponder it. I what can't say it? that Who's anymore. It? <laughs> it yeah. seems like ridiculous. It's just it makes uh, to me it's making a lot out of nothing. To yeah. me, you know, it's like supposing there's a Gadada would go into his place at the talks, and uh, he'd have all these pictures of saints and his guru and everything, and mm-hmm. bow down to him and put thing, and people going, "Well, he's why would he do that? He knows there's nothing." You know, that's just the way it is here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that way with my recovery now lately too. Like I, I used to take it as like it was a homework assignment, and if I if I relapsed or slipped, then then I didn't do it right, and I was and I would go into. It. But now I'm just doing it, and I'm not really thinking much about doing it. You know, I'm reading That's the right. book, I'm highlighting it, I'm doing the sitting, and it's stuff that I would say, well, this won't get me sober, but it's like in the action of it, I just see it as that's what we do, and and there's something that'll manifest through That's the right, exactly. That's what happens. Less thinking it's not about what it is. Less thinking about it. It's not like you're going to acquire <laughs> sobriety. Sobriety is going to d- diminish your mental condition. Right. That's what it does. And, and isn't that what a lot of pra- some spiritual practices are just like? I hope so. I hope they're, 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 yeah, I'm hoping they <laughs> are there to diminish the mental condition so that what's always obvious and so will become obvious to you. The lion. Yeah, or the, let's say the sun being out, you know. Some days, sometimes people are in the day and they don't acknowledge the sun one minute, you know? Yeah. It's nice to acknowledge it. Yeah, the sun's having all this influence and effect, but the joy of our experience here is to acknowledge that, which is the bringer of all this, yeah? To sort of sense it so we can, uh, you know, have a deep appreciation. Yeah. Look at that Chiwini taking a nap. Yeah, I think he's tired. All right. Good? Yeah. Good enough. Yeah. Let's good. work with that. Sounds good. So we've got um playing God left. We got um so we've got um playing God left.